Hello, this is Drive Time. This is the podcast where I'm driving either to or from work and we talk about some stuff. So, it is August the 26th, 2020. Awesome. Um, We have a hurricane coming toward uh, the states of Louisiana and Texas at this time currently. Probably within the next two days it's going to make landfall. Today is um, Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Man. And um, predictions are on Thursday that it's going to hit landfall and bring a lot of rain, bring a lot of wind, uh, the normal stuff. Uh, So just to kind of give you an update of uh, what's happening. Um, Yeah, so in South Texas here, I drive uh, mostly during the back roads and I see a lot of uh, farmers they planted uh, crops of, of, uh, of cotton this year. So you see a lot of pink and, and yellow cotton bales ready to go. And uh, it's always nice to see this. I, I remember it looks like Texas snow. I was telling my wife, it's like, hey, it looks like Texas snow when you look out into the fields and you see nothing but white. Um, you know, the whole cotton fields are just lit up with white ready to be picked. Um, obviously now they look like a sea of brown because all the cotton has been picked and now they're just trying to cut down the, the stems and, and, you know, kind of grind them up and, and re-disc the land. Yeah, you kind of get that going, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, so, uh, today's topic is just a continuation of what we were talking about last time. Um, and, and just kind of getting us on a path of fulfillment. So... You know, I've worked for companies that have a lot of different structures. I've worked for companies that have like a corporate structure where um, you're a number, you're obviously uh, just a number. Uh, you're a number 106795. You work at this location. Your title is this, which gives you access to uh, level three access or whatever it is, right? Um, <laughs> store level three access. Let's just say it like that because I don't have any corporate secrets or anything. But, um, you know, big box retails, those are national chains, that, that kind of stuff. And then you have uh, mom and pop stores or mom and pop shops or mom and pop businesses where um, I remember in college I worked for a fire stand, uh, but I didn't work in the stand themselves. I worked in the warehouse. I was like the warehouse coordinator and it was like two brothers who owned it, essentially. And they were the ones, you know, doing, doing all of it, man. I, I saw them hustle. You know, they would, they would go and uh, they would grab guys and they would have people with a contract or whatever. And then, uh, you know, you'd go, okay, we'll buy all the firecrackers and fireworks from this one supplier. You know, they got off the slow boat from China and now we're going to we're gonna bring them out. We're going to pack them out. We're going to pack them for all of these, uh, all of these booths or stands that we have in business. We're like 45 stands. Here are the locations for them. You know, this is the permits and... I mean, it was really, really cool uh, to see that kind of business, but um, the brother's owner, uh, Larry, I actually use his name, I don't know if his last name, it was so long ago that I'm not sure if those guys are still in business, but uh, the owner's brother, his name was Larry, and he was just like, it's like going down to Vegas, you've got all this money, I guess he's talking about investment costs, and you're putting it on black, and you're letting the roulette 
that's that's what it equates to. 50-50 shot of, you know, making money. And I was like, God dang, that's uh that's a, that's a little wild. So anyway, um, that is one of the reasons why I go back and look like, okay, well, those guys are pretty cool. But that's mom and pop, right? That's a person who's doing like every aspect of the business. He's got his hands and everything. He makes a lot of the decisions. And as far as helping an individual, that's all you're going to be is just a help. You're not going to be in charge of anything. You're not going to have autonomy for anything because as an owner of the business, you just, you're solely yours. And then there's hybrids. Everybody, right? So they have businesses where it's super corporate, uh, but maybe, maybe it's like a franchisee so where the individual person does own uh, that location, but it still kind of runs under the, uh, the constructs of corporate. That's kind of like a soft ownership because, again, it's like, to give an example, uh, Chick-fil-A's are, I believe, like that to where they're franchised out, but they're owned by somebody. So it's a unique situation. So then the other opposite way would be something along the lines of a business owned by um, an owner, but maybe they have like multiple locations, you know, and, and then they could kind of create a soft culture because, to man- well, not because, but to manage the size of, you know, the business or the size of, you know, I think a lot of uh, comedians sort of like that. Guy owns maybe five convenience stores. He can't work all five of them, so he has to have a manager in place and creates kind of a soft corporate structure. Um, and it's interesting because those stores, until they get to a certain size, they're kind of in a hybrid position. You know, they don't really um, have everything there. And there's a lot of rules that don't get abided by. There's a lot of things that, you know, are just ambiguous, right? So the corporate structure is. X, Y, and Z is not acceptable. Uh, you know, the business model mindset is just a small business. It's, it's kind of like, listen, like, I said this is what it was, so it's going to be this. Um, and there's a lot of flexibility, really, when the government looks at it. Under a certain amount of individuals, you're a small business, they work for you and your business. Anyway, um, so the reason I draw those distinctions is because trying to make a decision on where you want to work and how you want to work, what you want to do, uh, it's good to kind of analyze this structure because depending on your personality, depending on what you want, depending on the money that you want as well, you know, you could, you could find uh, a really good position in a really good uh, family, I guess, or uh, you could fit in if you were to find the right environment that works for you. So, if you're a business owner, if you're just the guys that listen, I have a great idea, I'm going to sell magazines uh, door-to-door, I'm going to have a small business company, I'm going to be a, you know, independent contractor, I'm going to run... Sorry, I'm going to run my own part, uh, personal part of the business, and it's going to be um, Sadie Hernandez Magazine and Corporate, right? Or, or you don't even have the LLC or anything. You're just a guy. You're just a contractor. Okay, that's cool. Um, what's your future? 
that one of your customers. Same thing with any small business, whether you're a beautician and you cut hair and you've got to rent out a you know, place and you've got to cut people's hair and you've got to hustle and you've got to make your, your way about it. Uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of different things. So there's that. The problem is if you're trying to look for employment, that's probably not going to work because you know it's very few people in any that start on those small, those really small businesses. You might want to try to go to an expanded business, a business where uh, there's an owner and then maybe there's two or three locations or there's five or six business fronts. However, that goes, and maybe you can um, get in and say, hey, listen, I have these skills, I have this certain pedigree that I think you find beneficial to you. I think this is going to line up with what you're trying to do with your businesses or business, if there's only one, one individual line. Um, those kinds of things are, are awesome. And I think that for an individual looking to, to really make an impact and really try to, to show what they're worth, I think helping grow a small business is probably a niche that you would want to look into. Right? You don't want to go straight into corporate if you feel like you can take on the world and actually make a tangible change. Um, you know, it, it, it's like, okay. And there are people with less, you know, less um, ambition, right? They don't, they don't want to go out there and seize the world. They don't want to go out there and run their own business. They, they feel like, hey, listen, I just need a great paying job, uh, staying in my lane. Maybe I was educated in a tech college, uh, a tech uh, or a college um, institution. And it's like, hey, I've got a degree or, hey, I've got a, a, an apprenticeship with a carpentry or I've got an apprenticeship with electronics. Okay. 
again, I'm going to pay on my master, uh, my master tech. But uh, you know, I work for this small company that has eight, eight, uh, eight, eight properties. You know, or um, or whatever have you. Right? You know, I am a, I'm a guy who has uh, my own division in this company, and I am the division of the company, so that I can order all these things and all these parts and get all this uh, certification, all this stuff. And I'm essentially running my own division, but it's just me making sure that stuff is uh, most refrigeration company. Well, I've seen the companies that have their own refrigeration tech is their own division, and I think that he actually is his own LLC um, simply because they show on their books. Uh, well, we'll hire this guy and, you know, he'll give us invoices and all that stuff that's accounted for, but I believe the LLC is under the blanket of the company, so it's, um, it's pretty interesting, uh, the things that you can do with that. It's always good to get your temperament, like, to understand, and again, people are different parts of their life. Some people are fresh out of high school, college, uh, tech college, uh, maybe the army, military service, um, maybe they're just younger in general, and they have a couple of things experience and they want to they want to try to get a career path and they say hey you know I really want to be a cook or I want to be a line chef or I want to do a grocery and um, you know this is this is what I'm I'm looking to do. This is what I'm trying to to, to get certified for and I need a, a place. So at that point corporate maybe you get a new job you can coming out of school and saying hey corporate world I wanna try to make some money while getting experience and then once you have a couple of years of experience you sit there and say well now I can be a little bit choosy I feel like I can really impact this you go to a small business owner or maybe just a smaller company and say hey I've got I've got some talent here I've got some flexibility let me see what I can do and you know, obviously you're going to highlight your, your pedigree and, and in that thing you will move forward with that um, with that company hopefully um, at some point you're going to be a couple Adversely, you know, you have those people that are, and I, I really think that I can make a huge impact 
uh, I can really lead this organization, yada, yada, yada. Those people are, you know, obviously high-strung, um, but at the same time, you probably, the organization you're with, if they would have seen that potential in you, they would have already had a plan or um, had already had conversations with you, grooming you into those kinds of positions. The idea that a company is going to randomly say, hey man, you look like a safety coordinator, or you look like a training coordinator, or you look like a uh, you know, scheduling coordinator, whatever position you're trying to look for or hire. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's in the, the organization you're currently at, maybe it's a corporate position. If they haven't talked to you about it, like if, they're, they're, if, if they know you have interest in this and they haven't talked to you about things, chances are it's not going to happen. You know, and you're deluding yourself into thinking that it will. And it won't. You know, you have to be realistic in these things. So, you know, next best step is to take on, you know, whatever responsibilities you need to do to show. If you still think that maybe it's just they don't realize it. If you think they have realized it and it's just not a fit and they're dragging their feet about telling you exactly what... uh, They're dragging their feet to tell you what uh, what needs to be done. Like for instance, if they're like, "Hey, saving," and let's say the HR guy is named Kurt, right? Hey, uh, hey, Kurt. The um, the position I'm looking at. Let's just say it's a I don't know a training coordinator corporate trainer, right? Somebody who, who handles a lot of maybe different responsibilities and says, hey, Kurt, I uh, I was really interested in moving at this place and, and doing these things because guess what? I actually have a degree in something that's comparable to this. Hey, guess what? I have uh, a lot of experience in the past with doing these kinds of things. Hey, guess what? I actually have been looking for a job like that for a long time and I thought that current position that I took was a stepping stone to get to said place, right, to get to said position, and uh, Craig is like, you know what, no, I'm uh, I'm not interested, or oh, well, I never knew, you, you, know, you make them aware of, aware of it, but if they play the, you know, well, I'm not really aware, I, I mean, I really don't see that that's what we're doing here, I really don't feel like that's a, a good position, or, you know, we've got other people in the pipeline that we've been training for years beyond you, and, you know, X, Y, and Z, right, you know, what, whatever their excuse is, you can pretty much guarantee that there isn't going to be, you know, a, there's not going to be a fit, you know. doesn't care, or I'm an HR manager that is un, uh, 
subtle to, to the thing. Well, maybe an HR manager actually doesn't want you around anymore, right? They're actively trying to get rid of you. Then they'd be like, yeah, sure, it's not going to happen. You know, they, they tell you right there so they can engage you and, and move you into another position, whether it be with the company or whether it be with some other thing. I mean, that's... You have to be, in that position, you have to be aware of what's happening. You have to be like, hey, they're not looking at me for this. This is what I really want. Um, maybe I'm at a location where I, I commute and that's not necessarily the best for me. The commute is not the issue. The commute is not the issue, right? The, the, the job is the, the issue. Like the, the, the fulfillment of work that you're doing is the issue. And, um, you know, people don't see you in one capacity or another. That's something that's fine. Not a good thing, right? You can you can go ahead and try to look for other opportunities and other possibilities. Everybody moves forward, but I mean the biggest thing uh, is is that saying, hey, can we talk about this? Is this a conversation? Is this still plausible? Is this still doable? And especially when they try to target you to uh, to get rid of it, or if they uh, give you bad reviews, or they come into your store and uh, or organization and give you bad audits, right? I mean. There's always a way that you can tell when people don't like you, and there's always a corporate veil that they, they hide behind and tell you, oh yeah, you know, no, it's it's compliance, uh, you know, it's it's what we have to do, and uh, you know, we uh, I've heard it so many times on so many different things. I've seen it done too uh, when they're targeting like an individual. Uh, so there's one guy uh, I know he he got targeted pretty hard, and uh, I was working in retail at the time, and they came to his store. And they essentially just gave them a bad audit, right? They came into the store, they looked at some things. It was a bullshit audit, really. To, to really, when it comes down to is certain things, there's probably about four or five questionable things that were marked on this audit. And, um, you know, you take photos, you take different things. And, and you know, he was just telling me, he's like, dude, I did everything I could. I'm like, man, I, I'm sorry, you know? Like, you know, the grading is, you know, on a scale and... When you hit a certain number, then you get into murky waters, and then when you hit a certain number under that, then it becomes hey, a concern. And you know, not only that, you blast these numbers all over the corporate, uh, the corporate area, uh, so all the corporate higher ups know about it. And, uh, anyway, so that's that's one of the things that I was like, oh man. So what do you think is going on? He's like, oh, they're targeting me. I, I definitely feel like they're targeting me. He's like, you know, I maybe it's the owner's daughter that doesn't like me and you know I've, I've, I've kind of proven she was a liar at some point I was like oh dang really? He was like, yeah yeah I, she was lying to us and she, she misremembered or just kind of dismissed me out of hand and I just feel like uh, you know, it's like I just feel like that's uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm being targeted. I was like was there anything else? Well you know HR brought up some BS allegations and then they acted on it and I was like okay the thing that they typed up for it, he was, uh, the way he explained it to me, was like the way they typed it up, uh, it was about one situation, but they disguised it as another situation. I was like, wait, what? It doesn't make sense, right? So he was saying that they took the beginning part of a situation that happened, and they tried to say it didn't happen. He was like, well, I've got screenshots, and I've got, you know, I've got a screenshot of when I made the call to, uh, I guess, his boss or whomever, um, and explained everything that was going on to his knowledge at the time, and I was like, oh, okay, well, that, I mean, that makes sense, right? He goes, yeah, well, 
the uh, documentation that they gave and said that I knew about certain things that I had no idea about. Like at that time, I, I knew about all kinds of stuff. And I was like, "What did you?" I was like, "No." I mean, I had no, I had no idea until later on. But this documentation that they tried to get him to sign was, was like, uh, "Hey, um, you see these things? This is what you did." He was like, "Well, that's not accurate. Obviously, I've got screenshots and different things to defend myself from that." I was like, "Oh, okay." Eventually, what ended up happening was that he refused to sign the documentation that they gave because it's not accurate. Was it accurate? The second situation that they uh, essentially said, this is why we are uh, uh, trying to make sure you understand X, Y, and Z, had nothing in it, right? There's the whole second situation was never documented, right? So what they tried to say was, you're getting uh, written up or accounted for, documented, however you want to say it, for the first situation which is inaccurate because there was nothing wrong with that situation. He was, uh, well, I guess in my opinion, I, I guess, uh, he was completely uh, factual. Everything was by the book. I guess he, I mean, he showed me all the screenshots and stuff. So, I mean, it's like, oh, okay, you know. Um, and I read the documentation. So, it's like, that doesn't make any sense. You know, because simply I saw the evidence. Uh, he goes, what this really is, is a veil, a corporate veil to say, well, you did this. And because we can't talk about X, Y, and Z, because it's, hearsay it's a social media thing i think it had to do something with social media at some point and uh you really can't police that because it doesn't hold up in court i mean i guess it can but there's a lot of interpret there's a lot of in interpretations there on on what exactly uh, those things mean you know like you can put something on uh, i guess a twitter account and, and say you know oh things are going in the tubes and it's so ambiguous and it means so many different things um, that it's, it's just, I mean, it's, it's obviously it's slander to some, some degree. Well, it's not slander. Slander is spoken. Uh, print is liable. So in this, it would be liable because you're writing it out. You're explaining situations. To my knowledge, and again, I don't, I don't really know with this guy, but it's a good example of, show, of showing exactly how you can be targeted from a specific account or a specific individual and they can just rid of or they can try to get rid of so that guy ended up finding another job uh you know he put in his notice in soon after and then he moved on you know he's actually pretty happy now doing what he does i didn't call him actually anyway um <laughs> as, a, as a side note I mean, what are you doing now man what's going on uh, just because i'm curious but yeah no i mean it's just he had systematically shown exactly what he was talking about it's like hey this documentation was this. I have all the evidence to show that this is inaccurate. Um, you know, I've got screenshots. I've got you know a log of how long the phone conversation was. You know, this is everything that I talked about. Uh, I think he records his calls too. So uh, I think that the evidence of what was actually said is there too. So because um, I think he did it from his personal phone. I don't think he was on that business doing it through his business phone. But anyway. So yeah, I mean, you, you can obviously see where it's like, oh, hey, well, social media posts, yada, yada, yada. I was like, well, you really can't police people's personal engagement on a platform, right? Especially when I don't believe the business was named. I don't believe individuals were named in, in the situation. So it's like you're obviously trying to hold an individual accountable for a situation 
that you cannot actually hold them accountable for and veil it as another situation uh, that isn't accurate. So, um, it's, 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 man, you get involved with HR and when people want you gone, they will bend backwards. They will pull what they want to pull out just to try to get, um, you know, and, and let's say, let's say it wasn't as extreme. Maybe it's just, hey, we got to make sure we send a message. Uh, we, really, we really don't want this guy gone. Let's just send the message to say, hey, we're serious and we don't want you to mess around, right? Maybe that was the intent. But I guess the only way this guy can take it is y'all trying to threaten me. Uh, y'all coming after me for bullshit allegations. And, you know, that's that speaks to me that you don't want me. Uh, so I'm going to move on. I mean... He wasn't making that much money anyway comparatively to his last previous job, so I'm pretty sure that, you know, having more money at another job would be awesome. Better bonus structure, um, all those different things. I mean, I'm, again, I, I need to talk, I call him and talk to him, but it's just one of those things that I've witnessed it. I've also, you know, seen it. Like, I've witnessed it in my building when I was in retail, like, when the, the boss doesn't like you you get a lot of different things like um it's not a retaliation as much as it's just a flat you know hey listen man we're, we're gonna we're gonna reduce our relationship you know and you either a try to work on it and get better or you don't it's one of the two so anyway it's just um it's pretty interesting how those things work and when you really get targeted obviously you know, they're not gonna, they're not gonna admit, oh yeah, yeah, we targeted you, oh yeah, no, sure, man, hey, listen, we, uh, <laughs> you got us, you know, we, we were, um, <laughs> you got us, we, we, we had it down, you know, it's, it's like, no, they're, they're not gonna do that at all, they're gonna sit there and say, no, what, I mean, what you, what you think is, is inaccurate, and what you say is, is not true, we, we don't, blah, 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 we don't discriminate, we don't, you know, whatever, we don't retaliate. We don't discriminate. We don't, you know, try to push people out because we don't like them. They say that, but in the actions, it is very one-sided, right? Um, simply because, I mean, what what do you do? You you call a lawyer. You know, you lawyer up and say, "Hey, I want to fight this." And you know, the lawyer pretty much says, "Well, I mean, there's not much you can do other than just, you know, if it ever comes, if it ever." Um, comes against you like they ever use that against you then you can sit here and say well that piece is erroneous and then pull out your information to combat that but he goes again it's going to be subjective for the most part because it's whoever your arbitrator is you know it's it's whoever the individual is having to listen so i mean when you go high uh management you know like high style like outside the store or outside your individual still talking about retail but um you know, normally there's like a district manager, there's a area manager, there's probably a regional manager. Um, you know, there's different levels there for like, um, like retail store structure. And then they also have an HR complaint, like an HR department. You have like a training department. You have like different segmented areas. It's interesting because the area that my friend was working in, I believe his boss the area manager or regional manager was related to the human resource manager that went over his case. 
So not only is there a huge conflict of interest, and I mean, obviously, I'm pretty sure those parties say the same thing. Well, there's no conflict of interest. We take things fairly. Okay. But (laughs) it's one thing to be like, hey, cuz, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, hey, so this guy, bad guy, we need to get rid of him. Okay, got you. Right? I, I don't remember the relationship. I don't know if there were uncle, nephew, or, or cousins, or uh, maybe, I mean, hell, they could be brother and sister for all I know, I mean, but um, anytime there's a family bond, you would think that those family bonds would play a lot more, especially in a high-powered organization. Now, if it's like a Walmart, you know, like, hey, guess what, uh, we're at Walmart here, and, you know, you have a human resource director, that's one thing, and then you've got a store manager or a district area manager, I think they're area managers with Walmart. There's a regional too, I believe. And there's also district managers. So we'll pick one of them, that level of management and say, Hey, you know, my wife or, um, you know, my dad's the human resource manager and I'm an area manager, whatever it is, you know, that that's tricky because when you come in contact with both individuals, or if you have a complaint specifically about maybe the area manager and the cousin has to like oversee it, He's not, I mean, it's hard not to sweep stuff under the rug and say, oh, hey, that, uh, my cousin is innocent. I've known him for, you know, 40 years of my life. And, you know, it's, you know, it's, he's not going to do that. It's not going to happen. I mean, the impartial stuff is, yeah, I'll look into it. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll give the old college try, but there is something to be said about uh, family relationships within corporate structures that, um, you know, it's, it's there's something there about that. And, um, you know, as much as you don't want to sit here and say biases and all this other stuff, there's biases. There's stuff like that all the time. Um, and it hurts because if they're actually especially good at their jobs, like if they're very proficient at their jobs and they're, um, actually really good at both duties, the, the conflict of interest really shouldn't be coming into play, but it does when specifically both individuals are targeting, right? When you have something along the lines of, uh, like my friend's situation where, um, again, this is all hypothetical and, you know, well, from what he says, I mean, I don't know the actual truth of it, but, um, you know, it's, I don't, I don't know if anybody was related in that case, but let's take the example. Um, you know, my friend's being targeted at work, if the guys are cousins, the, the, his manager, store manager, and then the human resource manager are cousins, you know, it's going to be hard for, uh, that individual to sit here and say, well, this guy's targeting me. My store manager is targeting me because X, Y, and Z. And the guy's, ah, that guy, nah, I've known him for 40 years, 45 years, however old I am. Um, you know, my life and it's, it's good. You know, you're, you're just seeing into it. You're just imagining stuff. And, and, uh, you know, we, we've got to get you focused on the real stuff and you got to listen to him because X, Y, and Z and you've that kind of stuff. That's the kind of, you get kind of passed, uh, not passed over your, 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 your comments kind of go out of hand, like just, Oh no, that's not what it is. Like you don't actually get listened to. So if the parties involved were not related, I'm pretty sure the allocation of it would be like, oh, okay, well, we'll look into that. Uh, you have evidence too? Oh, okay, well, we'll look into that. What happens when it's the like the HR department that's trying to target you, right? How do you fight that? Like how do you fight against the HR department? 
Um, that's the thing that is always interests me. Um, simply because it's like, you can't, you just, you just got to move on. If the HR department doesn't like you, they're going to continue to come at you. They're going to continue to write you up and they're going to continue to try to get you out of there. And they have all the cards in that regard. Like, I mean, they, they have all of the, the documentations until you get a lawyer and say, Hey, um, the SHR department's been trying to screw me and this is why. Right. Um, I, I trust very, I trust pretty much nobody. So, all of the stuff that I've got, all the stuff that I've seen, it's been, uh, you know, that's why I record my calls. That's why I do certain things because in this life, don't trust nobody, right? Unless they're family. So, <laughs> which again, we've kind of just talked about why that, uh, that philosophy kind of doesn't hold up, but I think it's, I think it's interesting, you know, yeah, they hold, you know, these family members hold different positions. I mean, it's, it's completely different if you have something like, um, you know, uh, Morales and then a, um, a last name of like, uh, Swift, right? If you have like a Morales and a Swift and it's like, man, you, you never suspect that those individuals are, um, those individuals are, I guess, related in any kind of context, but you know, it, I mean, it happens. So, and then it's just kind of what you do with, with that, you know, with that, um, information and and how you play it most most people at that point when they feel targeted they're just going to leave certain people double down and they just stay in the position as long as they can uh for two reasons one is hey if you can't find nothing better than you know they're stuck or um if you're going to get rid of me you're going to have to get rid of me and pay my unemployment i mean that's that's pretty much what uh what uh what happens at that point is uh, they sit there and say, hey, I'll, I'll sit around for six months on unemployment and your company will pay me for it because y'all decided to target me and and uh, and get rid of me. So um, I don't know if my friend did that. I can't remember. I think he ended up quitting. Um, you know, he ended up quitting and just moved on rather than going through that. But I'm pretty sure if he was if he didn't have a good offer going on, like a, a good offer coming back through or um, an offer that, that was legit. Right. Um, and he just needed to run the clock out and and go through the motions. He probably could have did that. He probably could still be doing that actually. Um, you know, and the company would either pull the trigger on, on letting him go or, or, um, try to build that trust back up, which I'm pretty sure once you burn the, I mean, I know the guy, once you burn the bridge with the guy, it's, it's kind of burnt. There's no, there's no rebuilding anything. It's just, it's done. Um, I mean, I wish you'd be a little bit more understanding, but still, I mean, just kind of, Hey man, once it's done, it's done. You know, you've slighted me, you've gone aggressively toward me. There's not much that I'm going to be able to, to, um, like defense defensively say, Oh, well, you know, I think we can find some, some bridge here and I think we can build a bridge and, you know, I think we can get over, you know, the stuff that, that we were doing. I, I, you know, there's not, there's not that. And I understand that perspective. I mean, because, if you had an issue, you should have tried to address the issue. You shouldn't have gone and do some shady shit, you know, and, 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 you know, got other things going. I mean, I, I just, my point of view, and again, I'm a, I'm a little bit more understanding. I'm a little bit more flexible than, than my friend, but I just, you look at it from a point of view of, okay, if you're really going to start to wage war and be fighting, I mean, why don't you just, you know, why don't you just kind of say, Hey, 
let's figure out why this went wrong. I need an apology from you because I feel like that's going to, that's going to help me, uh, get on a better track. And, um, you know, I, I need a little bit more respect and a little bit more X, Y, and Z, uh, and just kind of give, get your feelings out there and say, Hey, this is what I feel like happened. This is what I feel like you are doing. This is what I felt like is going to happen. Um, now hopefully I'm wrong, but if I'm not wrong, then I, I kind of saw this happen. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, am. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes it's interesting to see these, you know, these, uh, these situations and people are people. I mean, you can, you can see certain things and you can do certain things every day and you know, people are people. So, um, yeah, that, that kind of ends drive time for today. We went long, um, apologize for that. So, uh, today was August the 26th. We have a hurricane coming in probably a day and a half. And, um, yeah, we're just talking a little bit, continuing kind of the conversation we started the last time. Uh, next time, hopefully we can start talking a little bit more about exit strategies, how to search, uh, what to look for, uh, fulfillment, um, drawing a list and, and getting what you actually want to do, um, is very difficult. And I think that that's a good exercise to talk about. I think that uh, we'll start that process um, or at least highlight some of the processes of that uh, within the next couple of days. And, you know, we'll see. So, um, yeah, like I said, this has been drive time. Appreciate it. Uh, Have a good day.